Hello and welcome to episode 158 of How About This? It's a Sunday morning double down. It is. Um, I'm excited by the prospect. It doesn't. I'm, I'm really, kind of excited, but since we did the quintuple down, all oh, this is like, oh yeah, whatever. But I think I'm excited about it because it's a Sunday. It's, it's a Sunday, Sunday morning, morning, and I feel like oh, I've already been for a walk. Yeah. I've been for a big walk to the farmers market. Really? Got a coffee. Got some chicken on a stick. I'm proteined <laughs> and caffeined up. Nice. I feel like, and so it's the opposite of last time where you were paint fumed and Panadol to the hilt. I That's know. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 But you, you to, did all right. Well, yeah, look. look uh, to be fair, Rick. Rick metaphorically grabbed me by the shoulders and shook me and slapped me across the face a yeah, couple of times. Yeah, I felt like that was Right at happened. the start. But having a listen to that episode, um, I've got to tell you, it was it was me that was slightly off. I, really? I had a lot of trouble, uh, as I've spoken before, getting my words out because right. I was um, speaking from the heart and being honest and being right. myself. And I was, I mean, a lot of the time hard to listen to. And I also um, felt like <laughs> I, it, when we were doing the number facts, or you were doing the number facts, yeah. Jason and I were fucking around a lot. I and like I think, that. And, and I think that might have bro- broken the flow of. Yeah, what don't we're... fuck around, Carl. <laughs> you were fucking around as well. You were fucking around, guys. Fucking, fucking... If, if I've created an atmosphere where you feel like you can't fuck around, yeah. then I, I have been doing this podcast wrong. Fuck I, around, <laughs> fuck around, fuck, fuck up, fuck up, and get fuck around. Because. Yeah. Um, because yeah, surely yeah. you should feel free to do whatever you like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you should. I mean, this should just be a jazz riff where yeah. I'm just providing the solid, um, you know, yeah, hi hat and st- symbol. Stuttery hi hat. Yeah. <laughs> Two, three, four. Yeah. The random facts is just meant to be. It's just setting the beat for you to go. Free form. Oh, Carl's got a Carl's got the horn. I'm in the keys. So, so while last episode I was all worried about grabbing you by the scruff of the neck, it was actually yeah. I that needed a good stiff slap across the face. Uh, and I'm and sorry say, I let you down on that 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 front. Um, but I, I feel like I can get away with it because uh, I just I've got an air of authority about me. <laughs> when you hit those number facts, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, it's like shut up and sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah. um, and I do like that we do keep calling it number facts when it is it's random not. facts. It's random facts, guys. But it's a number. Play by the rules. It's okay. a numbered list of random Call facts. Call it what it is. Based on the number of the podcast. Uh, number fact time. It is. It's facts. Random number facts. Not to be confirmed with Factwick, which is our new segment provided, oh, yes. by, segment. provided by Jim Fishwick, it's who awesome. gives us facts. Yeah. Um, to be brought up later on in the podcast. Later on. Yes. Or in the second podcast. Because we're doing two. Two. Did we mention that? Of course we did. Yeah. Uh, but here are, here's a random fact to get us started. Good. Peter Benchley. Yes. Anyone know who Peter Benchley Peter is? Peter Jaws. Oh, God. Fucking sharks, God. man. Sharks. <laughs> sharks. Peter Benchley, the author of Jaws, dedicated the last decade of his life to the preservation of sharks to make up for the mass hysteria he inadvertently helped create. Yes, I have to say I know that. That's a that's not there a random fact. There are many fact facts. For me. I mean, oh, that one well, because it's still it's, a random fact. It's Carl. A, but it's kind of a big one, and also because I'm terrified of sharks, and yeah. also Jaws is probably one of my favorite movies. And Pete eventually came around to your house specifically as yeah. part of his decade long um, yes. in a shark onesie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to try to help you with your fear of sharks yeah, that he yeah. inadvertently helped create. And what we did is we sat in chairs opposite each other mm. and we just stared into each other's yeah. eyes for 36 minutes. Yeah. And then we we're in love. There you go. And now I don't want to hurt sharks. Yeah. Or Peter Benchley. No, I want to hurt him. <laughs> oh, so it had the reverse effect. Uh, it, well, no, I guess he, his goal wasn't to get you to like Peter Benchley. No. To get no. you to like sharks. Oh, he's an awful and person. And if, if he had to sacrifice your love of Peter Benchley for the love to of get sharks. you to embrace sharks, yeah. then so be it. Except I'm not up to embracing sharks yet. Uh, Maybe gummy sharks. Maybe gummy, gummy sharks. sharks. Yeah. <laughs> they do sound friendly. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like it's hard to be afraid of a gummy a shark. Because mm, 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 their teeth are gone. Yeah. Who's got no teeth? 
gummy sharks. Some Cuban cigar factories employed a lector, which is like someone who gives a lecture. Dr. Lecter. <laughs> not, not, not Hannibal Lecter. That Dr. Lecter. I think that would have the reverse effect of what these Cuban <laughs> cigar screaming. factories. Uh, so they hired someone who would read newspapers, political tre- treatises, and classical litera- oh, yeah. literature aloud to help break the monotony of the cigar roller's work. Oh. Thus, even the illiterate um, cigar rollers would be well-informed and familiar with great literature. That and is awesome. It's just a community service. Yeah, and It's then, like a podcast for everyone, yeah. but in a kind of in confined a area. Oh, yeah. I, wonder, I think podcasts probably did... Make them surely redundant. Re- yeah, obsolete. I don't know. Because everyone could just choose the the literature and that the they want. And, and the political treatises that they wanted to listen to. Yeah. yeah, but that 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 doesn't help keep cigar factory workers in line. You don't want people listening to their own. Oh, they wanted to control the yeah. information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a communist country. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about the political landscape of Cuba, but I yeah, but I feel like you've, you've hit the nail on yeah. the head. Yeah, you've hit the Cuban nail on the Cuban head. <laughs> With a with a Cuban political retort, the guillotine. Yes, guillotine. You, thank you. Is I, it? I, was, I don't know if it's called. I think it's it, both. His, Who's his, been to Europe the most? Uh, I was born in Europe, so, so I, I get, I get so bonus. Never I get bonus been points. back. I still say Jason's been once. there the most. Um, uh, a, a guillotine, and the reason, the only reason I say guillotine, yeah. is because of the wrestling. <laughs> It's because right. of wrestling commentary. Awesome. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, to right. be honest. Yeah, yeah. So Americans think it's guillotine. 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 Yeah. When have Americans been wrong? Never. Mm, so not, I think we should all one time. We, should, we should all say yes, guillotine. My brand my brain. It's a, a guillotine like drop. <laughs> <laughs> if we've learned anything from wrestling, yeah. it's how to pronounce French words. Yes. <laughs> The guillotine remained the official method of execution in France until the death penalty was abolished in 1981. Holy shit. Wow. The final three guillotinings in France were all for child murderers. I feel like that's fair. That's yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're going to guillotine I feel someone. like they were about to abolish it and then they went, well, we've got three more People. locked and loaded yeah. Yeah. and they are all child murderers. Yeah. So should we just... Yeah. And they're like, oui. Oui, oui. Oui. Uh, but 1981, I mean, I feel like that's flown under the radar. Yeah. I feel like France, France weren't really publicising that. The uh, fact that they were still killing yeah. people. Yeah. I don't think they were doing but, it in the city square anymore. Yeah. I think no. It was, you know, more like Behind closed doors. And it, in, and it, in the dark and room without windows. it does crazy and draconian, but at the same time, America is still doing the death penalty. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so are so many countries around yeah. the world. So it's yeah. like, at least France stopped. Yes. And guillotines, I think guillotine might be one of those things that seems so bar- barbaric. But it's but actually. If you, if you research it, it's probably like a it's real. It's probably quick humane. Clean. It's done. It's like swamp down. You know, it's not like when they used to chop your head off and have to take a good few chops. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like when Henry VIII had his wife, one of the wives killed. One of them. Because they used to use just dudes, yeah, with like dudes with axes and stuff with a big axe. He brought in like this specialist swords person from France. Yeah. Who was just like the dude? Yeah. <laughs> so it was just a you know he did the the mercy of guillotine. cutting her head yeah. off in one go. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, that that was a lot less screaming than we yeah. used to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want my money back. <laughs> Worst show in town. <sighs> um, but there must be that weird when you've been guillotined. There must be a moment where you're still conscious. Well, yeah, your head's been cut. Like your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd still be able to see. You'd, you'd be well, see, hopefully, you'd see the inside of the basket. And you'd also hear going, it, like oh, you hear that shit. sort of sound, and you're like, "This is it!" Like you yep. hear the, like with the sword, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, 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 and then it's done. <laughs> yeah, but with that, you hear those. Though your brain does have a lot of protection policies in place. Yeah, um, that yeah. like shock, you know, like you'd probably be in shock before you even as you hear this, and you know it's about as you, know, you, your brain probably goes, "I'm checking out." Yep, yeah. I'm out. 
And just just as you hear that sound, every single uh, chemical hormone yeah, release yeah. that it's got at its disposal just yeah. goes, release, release the hormones. Release well, I think it. that's the pineal gland in your brain is like when people say there was a light and I yeah, felt yeah. amazing and it was like the beautiful thing and stuff. That's your pineal gland just going fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully by, you know, at least the the mid mid. Of, of last century, they were at least giving people the option, would you like to be sedated or something like that? Like yeah. before you got I your head chopped off. Yeah. But if they were going to sedate them, why didn't they just sedate them to death? Like I think there's going to be a certain yeah. amount because of- Because the people there- wanted a show, Carl. Right. The people yeah. need a show. <laughs> we already we already robbed them of the, the awesome side of people getting slowly hacked, yeah, yeah, their yeah. head hacked <laughs> off slowly by a blunt axe. One, <laughs> two... <laughs> Ah, make it stop! Ah, ah. How is the execution, Jimmy? Seven hits, mummy! Seven! Oh. Um, guys, there is a Canadian cartel which controls <laughs> maple syrup, which controls roughly seventy percent of the world's maple syrup <laughs> oh, production. So cool. It allocates production, sets prices, and maintains a strategic reserve of forty million pounds of syrup to protect against market fluctuations. Wow! It's the politest wow. cartel on yeah. the planet. <laughs> They're just like, oh, hello. Oh, oh I guess I'm here. here. No, we can't have another oh, You're Irish. You're no, Irish no, cartel. It's a potato cartel. He's from Newfoundland. Yeah, yeah. He's All a right. newfie. Uh, it's very hard. <laughs> Uh, oh sure, I just do oh, Minnesota. Do it, really. I just do. Um, yeah, yeah, it's all that sort of area, know. Great Lakes area. Yeah, I just do Fargo yeah, for yeah. Canadian. Yeah. And hope oh, no one notices. Do that, eh? Oh sure. Oh no. Oh, we we noticed you've started producing your own maple syrup there. Eh? I'm sorry oh, about that. Eh? Oh, we're going to have to shut that down, unfortunately. Don't push me. I'm going to have to come back. We're going to give you push that over. Now you get us. <laughs> just <laughs> Irish. <laughs> we're going to give you the potato fifteen warnings, okay? In. You got 15, 15 warnings before we come and we we get real serious, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah. So don't go against the Canadian yeah. maple syrup cartel. If anyone was out there thinking of starting their own little boutique maple syrup, mm. oh, you probably sort of, could. They I know probably people, allow a little boutique. Oh, that's where you're mistaken. It's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's wrong, oh, eh? Oh, yeah. A lot of people think oh, we're no, going to allow a little that, boutique eh? maple syrup, but, but they're wrong, just, okay? But I live yeah. in Australia. I have no effect on market forces whatsoever. Oh, still, you got to set a precedent, don't you? You let one person start a boutique maple syrup, everyone wants to start it, and before you know it. Bad news, eh? We got trouble. There's um, I have friends that have that. Like people, he's fr- he's French Canadian and he lives in Australia, and mm-hmm. they go back once a year to help on the family farm, mm-hmm. tap the trees and stuff. Right. And we we've scored some like pure maple. Yeah. Well, uncut that maple, shit. man. That stuff is fucking. Little oh, known oh. fact: French Canadians can still use the guillotine. <laughs> yeah, the French Canadians never outlawed it. Okay. Do you think um, like it would be a good like heist movie? Uh, like to bring down the cartel, like a, a Netflix cartel. series. We don't yeah. even let people make movies about it, do we? It's just all hush. It's just a random fact. We don't even want people hush, thinking hush. about it. This podcast is going to get taken down. Oh, you're on the list. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> you're right there on top of the list. Um, yeah. Oh, and I did want to point out about uh, random facts. Yeah. Because um, I feel like Carl, you're always disappointed when you know the fact. You always feel like, oh, it's not a like fact. you don't want to admit that you know. Yeah. But I, I feel like it's. I mean, I've played I've played Trivial Pursuit with Carl, yeah. and I've got to say, there's at least sixty to sixty five percent of the world's random facts that you already know, right? Um, but see, I played Trivial Pursuit with you as well, and you knew ninety nine point nine. That's because you just memorized all the cards. <laughs> but they were in my short term memory; they're all gone now. Okay. Like I probably knew most of these facts right. at one point or another, okay. but they're all gone. But why okay. are you disappointed, Carl, when you know the yeah. facts? It's, oh, it's still no less well, of a fact. It's always that thing of like. Oh, 
I should just let this slide and not say anything. No, no, it's, it's, it's all speak up, Carl. I seem like a dick. Like, be, be the person like, that you want to be. I knew that. <laughs> but then you should tell us. You could go into the any anything that you you could flesh that out. Okay. How has that fact impacted your life? Or is there oh. any, any 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 subsequent facts related to that that you also know? Like just a springboard. All right. Okay. So Peter Benchley. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's, there's been a whole bunch of people who've done that as well, who've sort of advocated the killing of sharks, who've then had a yep. epiphany and gone, oh, fuck, my life's been a lie. Oh, That's what I'm talking about, Carl. Look, Mr. Know It All. And then Well, aren't you just the thing? <laughs> no, Carl, go for it. Go for it. No, that was basically it. Oh, like, okay. These people, that, and then they have this thing of like, fuck, because it's, you know. They're part of the food chain. Yeah. They keep they control certain things, uh, and it's their fucking it's habitat. Their, it's it's their not habitat. our habitat. It's not. We don't belong there at all. Oh, we've got a subsequent cartel fact here. Oh, oh, there a has cartel. Been, there has been a raisin cartel managed by the U.S. federal government since <laughs> since 1949. California raisins. It would steal raisins by force, even. Um, from farmers to keep prices high, and it finally got taken down recently by the Supreme Court. Only recently, I reckon they had oh, like a shit, 60, shit. almost a sixty-year run, the raisin cartel in in America. That's a movie, but, the, but they were government. They were a government-run cartel, so they're hard to take wow. down. I know. Because how can governments even have a cartel? Isn't, isn't that, that just the government? Yeah. Isn't that just government legislation just around yeah. around around raisin prices? Yep. I heard uh, a thing the other day, and I can't remember where I heard it. Mate. Oh, la di da, hearing the things. Oh, Gary theory. I don't know if we has got a theory. Oh, Gary, it's got a theory, and it's making me weary. But we've got to hear his theory. If it's sad, I'll be teary. What's your theory, Gary? I heard a thing the other day, and I don't know if we were talking about, or as another podcast or something like that. What they're saying that you can't take Kinder surprises into. The United States. Challenge uh, accepted. Because they don't like surprises. You can have a bomb inside the little Yeah, toy. they don't know. They, yeah. they they class them as a smuggling thing. <laughs> like So they stop all yeah. kinders. Like you can, you can't have can anything import. inside of anything. Like you can't right. have yeah. things inside your suitcase. Can you bring a baby, into, like a unborn baby into the country? Has it got anything inside its belly? Probably a kinder then surprise. No. no. Okay. If we can't see what's inside its belly, right. no babies. Okay. Yeah, they class it as a as a a container that they right. can't see into. Gee, I feel like they've got the technology to see what's inside that kind of Yeah, surprise. you'd think. Like, I mean, oh, this chocolate is impenetrable. <laughs> We've so, used all the gamma and alpha maybe, and infra maybe there is rays. a weakness. I mean, in their they technology. do have kind of surprises there, but I think they import it through proper channels. But if yeah. you just rock up to customs sounds and like they scan, you've got a kind of surprise cartel. Government cartel. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh no, we we don't know what's inside it. We can never find out what's inside it, so you can't bring it in. That yeah. is a likely. Story, Maybe US all the money says. is, you know, like they're just sort of propping up this whole drug thing as a, you know, it, drugs are the problem. So they, so everyone's attention is diverted from the fact that there's all these little cartels yeah. that actually make all the money. Really, I have a kinder cartel. Do you? I'm not. I can't talk about it. Though. Well, that sounds weird. Dude. <laughs> it does sound weird. Moving on. It's just moving on. It's just a geary run cartel of kindergartens. Of, of kindergarten yeah, yeah. where he's training children how <gasps> yeah. to unwrap kinder surprises. Wasn't that the? Is it the ABC Learning Centers? Was that what they were? Yeah, they were like a yeah. a, a, kindy a cartel, cartel yeah. like run by some dodgy dude. Yeah, yeah. and then they, it all just came out that he had no money. He it was, was just, just like was a wheeler all, and dealer. Yeah, who, it's who like, like a pyra- not a you pyramid know scheme, yeah. but just like yeah. it was like you know, it's a real boom industry. Oh, you got to get on board. Yeah, yeah. bloody gracious, mate, bloody gracious. <laughs> oh, come with me. Oh, like, trust me, trust me, <laughs> trust me. Well, put my sign out the front. Yeah. Uh, and then they all just shut down. Yeah, this is all built on lies. <laughs> this is a kindergarten of lies. Um, 
Oh, I mean, in UK, the most common cause of death for men under 50 is suicide. I mean, it sounds, like a, star- it sounds like a startling fact, but I feel like it makes sense, I guess, yeah. because it, like diseases aren't really getting people As under much. 50. Um, but still, it does seem like... Th- I guess that makes sense, really. Yeah, if you think about it, it makes sense, but it's still kind yeah. of shocking. It seems like a shocking fact. Yeah. Then when you, th- when you sit and think about it, you're like, oh, it probably makes sense stats-wise, but still, shouldn't be. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you okay? UK, are you okay, UK? (laughs) (laughs) Dot com. (laughs) Um, In 2012, rumours began circulating on the Iranian internet that Pepsi planned to use powerful lasers to shine the image of their logo on the moon's surface. Thousands of Iranians climbed onto their roofs to stare at the moon. When nothing happened, some of them brought Coca-Cola out of spite. (laughs) So I think you know where that rumour started. Started, Yeah. (laughs) I rate Iranians. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Hate buying Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Coke's like, how can we spite get buys. people? Hurry, hurry. Just spite buy people. Yeah. Maybe they sold it. Maybe they just changed the name of Sprite to Spite <laughs> and sold a million bottles in an hour. <gasps> um, yeah, so I mean that I do feel like all of that marketing I'm- has become has become so convoluted. Like they understand the way the human mind works. Mm. That they're like, we could advertise Coke on the moon. Yeah, it will cost us so much. Or we could just start a rumor that Pepsi is going to yes. advertise on the moon, yeah. and that's going to backfire against Pepsi so much that we're going to sell more Coke by starting that rumor than we would by actually shining Coke on the moon. Like, <laughs> imagine like the Pepsi, the Pepsi advertising guy who's just sitting in his office, like <laughs> flicking through messages on his phone. His <laughs> footsteps coming down, tick tick tick. The door slams over, and he's like, "Leon, what the fuck have you done?" It's like we didn't do anything. <laughs> Just, on the moon? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, what Where are we getting about? these lasers, Leon? What are you talking? You're fired, Leon. I didn't do anything. <laughs> and then his, um, his opposite number in Coke is just getting high fives. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well Good done, job, Gregory. Yeah. Your brother at Pepsi must be very unhappy right about now. There was, um, when all the advertising in movies and stuff was happening. Yeah. There was, they started doing similar things like that. Like there was one where Coke was always in the hero shot or, you know, in good things. Right. right. Associated with good. And it was also something like there was a dungeon in the movie or something and there was like Pepsi in the dungeon. <laughs> so you'd associate it with bad things and stuff. What a time to be alive. I saw Blade Runner. <laughs> ah. And it is Great. Oh, there you go. Awesome. It you is get the Geary thumbs up. Cool. But uh, uh, like talking about advertising in movies because yeah. it's uh, set in a world where yeah. advertising is pervasive. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot. There's a lot of it, and it's it's funny because like at the start of the movie, it comes up Sony a, a, a boilerplate, and then so, Sony pictures, right. and then throughout the film, there's a lot of Sony advertising right. going on. A lot uh, of Sony, and I'm sure Sony companies, other Sony companies that oh, they yeah. own, it's all owned by the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Know, everything's owned by like three companies. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but uh, it is great. It is fantastic. It is a long film on paper, but sitting in the cinema didn't feel like that at awesome. all. So don't watch um, it on paper. Yeah, yeah, don't watch it on paper. So I was, I was looking time. at the running time. I was like three hours. Jesus. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Shitballs. But uh, it, it is it is fabulous. The Goz doing his uh, great kind of noir Just being thing. The Goz. Yeah, the yeah. It's like Drive. Only God forgives God's Goz. You know, nice. Just the best like, kind of Goz. Yeah. The best. Oh, only and, God forgives though. Oh, such a crazy fucking film. Fuck gets inside that. your head, gets under your skin. We were in Canberra and you guys went off to see that. Oh and you God. guys came back and it was like shell shock. Yeah. Like it was like, you were like, yeah. oh, uh, uh. and then I went and saw it I when I got back to anymore. Melbourne and it was like, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You walk out of the cinema into the real world. We're like, we walked out of Canberra cinema into Canberra, like shopping mall, <laughs> and we were just there, like, what, what just happened? <laughs> I can't look. At, I can't look at people in the eyes. But yeah. it's like that's the movie starts, and like five seconds in, you're like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. and for the whole movie, just like uh, it's very yeah. variations on that. It's like, oh, 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 and you keep thinking oh, you're gonna get released, oh, like uh, nothing, yeah. and you don't. Yeah, no. yeah, it's very good. If, if anyone hasn't seen it, uh, only God forgives, and you want to realize that you're alive. <laughs> and I keep going, like on Netflix, drivers on Netflix. Yeah, I keep going to it, and I pause on it to watch it, and I'm like. Have you not seen it? No. Nah. Oh, you no, should. You should. Because I'm just, I'm always like. It's not as full oh, on as no, Only God no. Forgives. It's a gentler ride. Yeah, it's a gentler it's a, ride. Yeah, okay. much gentler. There are full on moments in it, but it's like Only God Forgives was a step up right. in kind of that tense. Because I feel like Drive, he's like, he, he's got. He he probably loves that what he did in Only God Forgives. He mm. loves that mood and, and doing that to people. Right. <laughs> um, but. Because Drive was kind of his sort of breakout hit, he probably had to compromise on that a little and give it a little right. bit of Hollywood, like, yeah. a little bit of Bizarre. no, no, some, some nice stuff happens. There. Right. Like, you know, yeah. some, um, no, you get some relief. It's fine. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. And then because that was a hit, he was like, now, now I'm going to make it my now way. Do what I want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's very good. It's it's very good. But okay, yeah, cool. Blade Runner loved it. I'm a big fan of the first film. And if you haven't seen the first film. For a while, do watch it before you go in yeah, because it, it pays off it ages. to to do that. But uh, I'm probably going to hit it up again and try to see it at IMAX in 3D or something because I saw it at Hoitzies in 2D and it, it's great. Yeah, cool. Highly did you, recommended. Did cool. you know a duel between three people is called a trool? <laughs> Guys, oh. that makes sense. So, if the three of us were ever to go, I feel for like it. this podcast is a troll every a week. Troll. <laughs> we're trolling it out. Uh, <laughs> see what we can see, see, see. And you know who's a fan of the troll? Those are like John Woo. He loves a troll. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, um, you know, Tarantino. You, Tarantino. They're trolling. They, they have implemented the troll in their cinematic oeuvre. Mexican standoff. Time and trolls. time again. Yeah. So, the, the true name for that, uh, I guess the Mexican standoff can be a troll or more. Yeah, true. Uh, so How do you Three is just the, the bare minimum. For yeah. This, for this so, thing. is it TR? E. It's T R U E L. Three is the most pure of those yeah. Mexican things because it's like, yeah. you know, the allegiance is changing. Oh, the truel. So good. Um, you really did. The first time you ever saw a, a John Woo or a, oh. or a, um, yeah. or a Tarantino truel, um, you were satisfied. Uh, you did poor feel John like, Woo. It didn't really work out for him here, did nah, it? No. Uh, well, yeah. He, he went into. He went over to Hollywood and just I think he just had to compromise endlessly. Yeah. A whole bunch. Because yeah. he had to work with I think Big the first stars. time he had to work with like John Claude Van Damme who had like oh, uh, an, anecdotally, to... yeah, yeah, Van Damme was trying to tell him how to make the film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um and so and then he had to work with uh, uh, Tom Travolta. Cruise. Um oh, no, there was Broken Arrow in there too. Yeah, well his his Tom his John Travolta ones were the most successful. Mm. He had yeah. Broken Arrow and and, um, and Face Off. And they were his most successful efforts um yeah. at sort of yeah. doing what he wanted to do. And particularly um Face off. That yeah. was like classic John Wood. Yeah, yeah. But then and, he did, and he did Winter. Oh, no, he did the second. Mission Impossible. Yeah. yeah. He made Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. I think, I think he had the terrible. same trouble with Tom Cruise. Where right. Tom Cruise was like, I think I know how you should make this film. This is my <laughs> franchise. Um, yeah, so I think he just was never able to. And also, I think the biggest thing that held him up was um, the, just different stunt person laws in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> The same thing that hamstrung Jackie Chan when he right, tried yeah, to make yeah, Hollywood yeah. films yeah. was that you just couldn't get stunt people to do crazy shit yeah. like you could in, <laughs> you know, in, their, in their home countries. Here's a bunch of money f- to never walk again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, It'll look awesome. It'll look he awesome. Made, he made Wind Talkers. Did anyone ever see that? I never saw I it. I didn't. It's like it's set it's in like World War II and Wind Talkers are, I think they're, uh, Native Americans. It's like Nick Cage film, right? Yeah, I think so. And they have like a certain language. Like their language is yeah. code because the Germans and stuff can't understand yeah. the Navajo or whatever they're speaking. 
But I never saw it. Apparently, I, I read he put out a new film this year. I don't know what it's called, but I read an article about it, and the article was I don't know if it's some. See, you can't tell these days if it's just some fucking hipster blogger trying to be super cool and right. go. John Woo's new film is just a parody of John Woo. Right. It's yeah. like, and I guess all filmmakers get to the point where they're kind of a parody of themselves, only because other filmmakers have taken what made them great and yeah, either built upon the, built upon it or just replicated it so much that when you see it again um, in OG style, it doesn't have the impact. But that was the general kind of. Uh, kind of angle of the article was like, it, yeah, it's John Woo, but yeah. it really, it's it's just John Woo now. Yeah. Like, it's not great anymore. It's right. style over substance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know what it's called. I will check it out. I, I think it was just a film festival release as well, so it didn't get it like a big, a big oh, wide okay, release. Cool. I'll be interested to see where Tarantino ends up sitting in the, like, he's going to stop making centuries, films. Centuries from now. Yeah, uh, like or even like fifty years from now, yeah. where people look back on the work of because I, uh, t- I what, who, who did I say? What did I say? Tarantino. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I just worried that I said Travolta for a second. <laughs> <laughs> we know where we're going to end up with him, John Travolta. <laughs> he was good at the start, then he disappeared. Then he was good for a little bit, yeah. and now he's just. Yeah. Are you still here? <laughs> really? I, th- I enjoy Tarantino's work when I go back and watch it. Like, yeah, yeah. I, like it yeah. still holds up for me. I think he's. Gr- I think he's doing great. Yeah. Like, and I, all this, yeah, all this new work. Like, even if like uh, Hateful Eight, I, I I found more ponderous than than other work, but I still enjoyed it as a. Like, I'm glad he. Yeah, I'm always happy to watch Tarantino's yeah. um, films, and I feel like he, he's not. He's not necessarily a parody of himself, or yeah. he's, he's sort of fought well, against. Because he's always, most of his films are homages to other types of films, I like guess. spaghetti westerns and yeah, to that yeah. sort of. I mean, Reservoir Dogs is based on a Hong, you know, Hong Kong action cinema yeah. kind of thing. So they're kind of timeless in that they're they're based on things that have already existed in the past. If that yeah. makes sense, like some yeah. of his movies, you know, like a spaghetti western is from like the sixties. Yeah, you know, so he's he's yeah he's. But he does great versions of them. Yeah, yeah. and I guess uh, I guess graphic graphic violence. The hateful eight. No, because yep. it's on at the Aster, and they show it in like fucking crazy seventy yeah. old school seventy mil and stuff. So I want to go see it. There. I'd, I'd happily come with you again. Yeah, to, cool, man. to see it because it's it's like a stage play. Yeah, like the the first part of it is kind of out in the world, and then they arrive at this one location, and the rest of it happens at this one location. Um, yeah, cool. And so, yeah, and I think I heard a rumor. We may have even talked about it in the past that there's going to be a Broadway version of it. Oh, what? like like just the stage play, oh, yeah. like set oh, inside. So yeah, like because a, it's one yeah. Room. yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That'd be cool. Ah, uh, that'd be great. Um, yeah. yeah, but I guess graphic violence is his only real signature. It, like, yeah. or and the fact that he he references classic. Um, yeah. styles and I guess genres. He can create I, I, tension though. Like yeah. I think you've got to be a really good director to create tension. Like yeah. in, in Glorious Bastards, that opening oh, sequence yeah. is just like, oh, fuck. That's yeah. what like, I was going to say. I, I think his hallmark, not necessarily is uh, is graphic violence, and maybe it was early on, but I think now as he gets older, it's those yeah, it is. set pieces, yeah, yeah. those real tense set pieces, yeah. which essentially is what Hateful Late is like one right. drawn out long yeah. kind of one of those set pieces, which I feel like is a nice evolution of those those pieces that were in Django that were in, yeah, oh, in um, Django with that that dinner and the, yeah, oh, God. Uh, and uh, yeah. and in, in Glorious Bastards when they're all down in the bunker with uh, uh, the oh, German mate. soldiers yeah. and yeah. or oh, the basement, sorry, that's with right. the, yeah, yeah, and, and so three, yeah, yeah, three drinks, right. oh. oh yeah, it's yeah, and so that's that. I feel like in his later work, that, that's his signature. Those yeah. kind of set pieces that are amazing to yeah. watch and sit through. Anyway, you've still got our approval. 
Yeah. Martino? Yeah. Well done. Work. And he's going to retire. Is that? Shout out to Quentin. That's gonna the, that? I, like was, did gonna you make, tell me that? Someone told me that. I've heard it quite a bit. Like he's going to get to 10 films or and something. Then and done. then he's done. Oh, oh, surely he's already made 10. No, no I he's. Think so. I think it was. I think. Let's let's list them. I okay. think it was the eighth. Reservoir Dogs. Because it like always comes up like the eighth film by. Um, oh, yeah, at the start. Okay. So, so I think that, we could count them off pretty uh, quick. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction. Jackie Brown. Pulp, Jackie Brown. Uh, uh, I don't said Pulp Fiction again. <laughs> it was so good. True Romance. No, no he, he wrote direct, that, but he didn't wrote, direct it. Didn't direct it. Oh, right. Tony oh, Scott. Or, Tony Scott. Yeah, yeah. What are we up to? Three. We're doing well. Um, he's got um, oh, so it's uh, the one the, the recent yeah. ones, Django Unchained, Inglorious Bastards, yep. and what's his name? Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Eight. That's six. six. What else has he made? Oh, um, Kill Bill. Oh, Kill Bill One and Two. So I don't yes. know if that counts as two movies. That counts as two. Surely. It does or is it a movie two. in two parts? Uh, I don't know because that would that's it. That would put it up to eight. That's eight. Yeah, that's that's unless there's one we've forgotten. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Double check. So he's only got two more. I think so. Oh man. Yeah. Um, but it'd be good to. I mean, I don't know. I mean, directors are still making good things. That's the good thing about a director is that you can be old and still make good movies. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Grindhouse, uh, the Death oh, of the Fruits, which is a I short. It wouldn't count that. Uh, yeah, it's made little. So, Reservoir Dogs, yeah. Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill One and Two, Sin City, guest director yeah, is there. Not so much. Uh, Grindhouse, the Death Proof One, Inglorious Bastards, uh, Django, Hateful Eight, and there's an untitled. Uh, it says here on IMDb, 2019 Untitled Manson Family Project. Oh, Jesus. Is that is going to be awful. Oh. oh, that's not a sub. No, oh, no. That's, oh, I'm, I'm, that, that's, I'm torn. I'm torn on that one. <laughs> I don't know if I want Tarantino doing I know. biopics of particularly, horrible. Yeah, and particularly for all the reasons just we said, like the yeah. tension yeah. and the violence oh, and all that. God. With that story. I already feel I don't want to a bit that. nauseous thinking oh, about God. it. Tarantino, you might be losing us with your ninth, with your ninth outing. She's pregnant. We just told you, you still had our approval. Yeah, but his tenth will be like a rom com. Yeah. <laughs> just like getting like Tom just, Hanks and, yeah. and like Meg, Meg Ryan just back be, together. It'll be like a digital Meg Ryan of when she was like nineteen eighties Meg Ryan. Yeah. When Sally shot Harry. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Guys, did you know the four vultures in Disney's The Jungle Book were originally designed and <gasps> supposed to be voiced by the Beatles? The Beatles. And that's why they got Liverpudlian accents yeah. in them thing. But we didn't want to do it, did we, John? No, we didn't. We, we had I was all th- for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what our reasons were behind it as the Beatles. I mean, we could have done it. We had all the time in the world. It was all, it was all me. What, were you, what do you have against it, I don't John? like vultures. But they're one of the most amazing sort of whole uh, animals in the whole animal kingdom, they John. They just give me the... They, they get under my skin a little bit. I always thought the vulture was your spirit animal. Oh no, my spirit animal is a koala. <laughs> the koala. Yeah. Oh, what, what what do you like about the koala? What uh, speaks to you? They've got chlamydia. Oh, and so do you. Yes. That's I mean that's been wildly reported. Mm, mm. Uh, one time. Hi, Paul I, McCartney. <laughs> Shut up, Paul. Somehow you avoided oh. chlamydia, and I've always thought you were quite a hero for that, Paul. Oh, thank you. But then I realised it was because you're actually Sinead O'Connor. Shh. <laughs> and sleep. <laughs> He's put me to sleep again. But then I went and saw the Jungle Book, John, and I regretted that we weren't the voices of the vultures. Why's that? Because I thought it was a bloody good film, and we could have been in it. I was in the remake. What? Yeah, John Favreau came up and said, Hello, John. <laughs> and you went and did it after you're the one that pulled the plug on our original endeavours. Here's another, here's another thing you don't know. What's another thing I don't know? I was in John Favreau's Iron Man. Who were you? 
Iron Man. No. I was in the suit the whole time. So when they weren't showing Robert Downey Jr.'s face. It's me in the suit. You were the one flying it? Yeah. I was Pepper Potts. (laughs) Shut up, Sinead. (laughs) Though that does check out. The same cheekbones, the two of you. Um, And so we were only in the first one, though, John. I feel like you weren't in the second one. That suit was flying in a very different way. I was the Hulk. (laughs) You were the Hulk. Yeah. You got greened up? Yeah, I was in one of those suits, you know, with the little bowls on it. I thought you were allergic to green. Oh, I am. And how'd you do it then? Didn't look in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) I banned mirrors from the set. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. You've really, you've really learned how to game the system, John. Yeah, and I, I, and I said, "Well, you'll be working a lot in green screen." I said, "No, I won't. <laughs> no, that's not I the said, way." Make John... it blue. That's why blue screens now. That's why that whole technology took no, off no. because you're an allergy to green. Yep, can't bear it. It's not easy He's disliking not green. Hi, Paul McCartney. <laughs> are you though? There's a lot of speculation about whether you are or aren't Paul McCartney. I'm Paul McCartney. <laughs> What what possible <clears throat> benefits do you have, Sinead O'Connor, of pretending to be Paul McCartney? Money. Is, yes, I do feel like Paul McCartney's estate is probably worth a darn sight more than Sinead O'Connor's. And Paul McCartney. <laughs> Are you, though? Mm. <laughs> and what, as, as uh, living the life of Paul McCartney, Sinead, what's the most uh, uh, uncomfortable thing you have to do to keep up the ruse of being Paul McCartney? Strap on penis. Well, do you have to do that, though? Mm. What's the most exciting public event you went to, Sinead, in the guise of Paul McCartney? Mm. Uh, new Star Wars. You went to the new Star Wars yeah, premiere, yeah. The, the Force Awakens. Yes. And who did you take as your date, Paul McCartney? Uh, Sinead O'Connor. Well, that must have been <laughs> tricky, kind of a Mrs. Doubtfire Ooh, situation. Was mm. there a little Mrs. Doubtfire where you had to keep making excuses to go to the bathroom, mm. change it into your Paul McCartney suit, mm. change it into your Sinead O'Connor mm. suit? Back and forth. Mm. Everyone's going, we never see them in the same place at the same mm. time. <laughs> you know what? I was Carlo Ren. Were you? Yeah. In the oh. movie? In the movie. Or at the oh. premiere? Uh, uh, in the movie. Oh. You are very versatile, John. Oh, yes. Uh, Any time that a character wears a mark, it, it's probably me. Oh, that's right. Um, because a lot, I mean, I, I guess the biggest complaint that was put against you in your younger acting years was that you always played John Lennon. Like every every role you played, whether it be in A Hard Day's Night or Help or the one about the war, mm. that you always had a just – it was basically John Lennon. It was Lennon. basically me. I mean, a lot of the time you were literally John Lennon in the film, so that made a lot of sense. But but if you go back and watch Iron Man yeah. or you watch uh, Kylo Ren, yeah. it's just me. It's still John Lennon. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah, I guess uh, sometimes films just need a little more John Lennon. Uh, without actually appearing in him. That's amazing. Mm. Anyway – We've All right, got, we got to go and make John Jungle Book 2. Hmm. This time we're going to do the voices. I'm Balu. <laughs> Are you though? Are you John? I'm Paul McCartney. <laughs> I don't know about you, Sinead. <laughs> All right. Bye. Wow. And that's the end of Random Facts. Wow. That's the end of Random Facts. It's spread of facts. Random Facts. We've been talking a lot about movies and, and adaptations and things like that, and there was a question, I think, oh, yeah. around that sort of thing that we should, I reckon, segue into seamlessly. Oh, yes. Uh, have, you, have you got it there? I do. It is here. Yeah. It is from... Where is it? You don't have oh, it at don't all. You don't have it. Have it. This Where whole podcast, it? as scroll, we said, is scroll, built on scroll, lines. Scroll, 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 scroll. Where was it? What was it? I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I was, really? I thought I saw I, it. Because I, I actually don't know what you what you said. 
Like, I don't know what you were trying to segue into. I've got it. Oh, no. Okay, we found it. Yeah, so it's from Jim Fishwick, and Fishwick. it was actually a reply to his own fact. So it was, it was in, after the factwick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jim, for fuck's sake, just put two different posts up. Make it easier for us. So it looked like so it was But thank you, for your, thank you for yeah. your contribution. I'm going to read it. Uh, and a question, because he gave us a fact. A factwick. Uh, what's the best slash worst adaptation you've seen? Comic to film, film to novel, TV Series so, to musical, etc. So any yeah. adaptation of something any. to something. Yes. Yeah. Um, he wants us to know it, it, it encompasses any adaptation that yes. you can think of. Yeah. I, I, I'll start while you guys uh, a comic book film that is ter- terrible. Yeah. Uh, of a comic that I really quite enjoyed yeah. in the nineties, Spawn. Oh, yeah, that- yeah. It is it is terrible. At the time I was watching it and I just liked seeing Spawn on the film and I yeah. remember coming out going, it was okay. I rewatched it recently. It was oh, really? on late at night. Atrocious. It is fucking atrocious. <laughs> like so fucking bad. Yeah. And I know that that's not a kind of a mainstream one that people are either going to know the source of yeah. or, or or even the film. But, yeah, that, that was, that was that, terrible. And that was in the same era as the underrated adaptation of The Phantom. Oh, oh yeah, uh, I like Billy Zane. Bill, starring Billy Zane, yeah. I like which was that. yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like yeah, it doesn't really get as much props as it should, but it's 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 a, quite a delightful little uh, little romp because they didn't go for the full suit. It's more they've like made it in the style of when it was written originally, like in the forties or yeah. something. It's like a kind of yeah, it's, you know, it's got more of that Raiders of the Lost Ark, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got that kind of adventure film, the big movie matinee, yeah, kind yeah, of perfect adventure film, yeah. And Billy so. Zane's like just all charm, yeah. He's so awesome. they they resisted the urge to go for a gritty reboot, which every other um, every other superhero thing yeah. seems to yeah, yeah, get yeah. drawn to. Like Spawn is like, we yeah. can make this really dark. Yeah. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> uh, I've got one which is uh, Daredevil. So the Daredevil oh, yes. movie yep. is a terrible adaptation. It really is. And then the Daredevil Even though TV the, series is an awesome adaptation. Yeah. So their their uh, their Daredevil movie was on recently, and I could I, I could. I just couldn't, couldn't do it. it. No. I, I, like I, I watched a bit of it, and it was terrible. It was when he just met Electra, oh, and uh, it was raining in the fight. park. Or yeah, something? they had this fight in the park, and it was on the seesaws. Yeah, yeah, it's like, fucking seesaws. Yeah, really. <laughs> it, it, it was shit house. And even though uh, it wasn't great, the director's cut was better. Yeah, because the director's cut uh, put in a lot more about him being kind of lonely and stuff. Right, but uh, and and you know the trouble of being like trying to trying to lock out all the sound and just trying to find peace inside oh, okay. all of it, but it's still a fucking terrible movie. Yes. And the TV series is awesome. Yeah, the TV series is great. Uh, one of the greatest, um, I guess, stage adaptation, uh, adapting a stage show to a, a movie uh, was Cabaret. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. an awesome Where it, film. The, the, the movie almost completely eclipsed the, um, the stage yeah. show in terms of being awesome. And that's so rare as well because normally books are – Better because they can spend more. Like, you can spend a whole bunch of time doing yep. all the stuff. Whereas in a movie, you've got maybe two hours or three hours, possibly, or something like that, and you can't get all the things in there. Yeah, you know. And so you've got to make choices and cut and edit yep. and skip this whole storyline and merge those characters and stuff. So, yeah, uh, the, he's he's also got film to novel, and there's all those kind of. <laughs> I think they're. Just, I mean, there's, there's also novelizations of films. Yeah. You know, like Star Wars, the novel. Yeah. Um, and stuff, which were never great because they they never really added anything. Lord of the Rings was a great book to movie That's uh, true. adaptation. Uh, but the Hobbit, Hobbit not so much. <laughs> the film no one wanted to make. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, yeah. it's because I was watching the Hunger Game movies. Oh, yes. I haven't read the books. Yeah. Um, 
and they're great. I really like them. I haven't watched the last one, but I like them. They're great. They're well made. Yeah. Um, but I was also watching them going, this would mean heaps more in the book. Mm. You know, like it was like, I think I texted you because I knew you'd seen them saying, like it would be an awesome TV series, you know, because each book has all these sort of, you can see where the chapters are and things like that and how it ends. Like each season would be one of the books mm-hmm. and it would be awesome for that. Um, and as a movie, it's good, but it's also like there's not those relationships I didn't, there. I, I, I didn't get past the first film. Right. And here's why. And I don't know if it happens. Uh, so spoilers, I guess, for Hunger Games if you haven't seen the Hunger Games yeah. or, or read the book. Stop the podcast now. Go watch the Hunger Games. Yeah. The whole series. Um, Welcome back. I, well, I haven't seen past the first movie because I thought the end, and I don't know if I, I, I'm pretty sure it probably happens in the book, but I thought the end was such a big cop out oh. because the, the the whole promise of the thing is that you know uh, only one only one person survives, and like four people survive at the end of the first like Hunger Games, or three people, or something oh, two, like that. Two, two, two her it's, and Peter. It's, just, yeah. it's two, yeah. but, and the, I mean the cop out is that there's the guy who's the bad guy, yeah. supposedly the young bad guy who's just like a maniac. Yeah. And he just there's not a massive there's no big interaction with them and the yeah. heroes sort of thing. Yeah. And then she gets out of it by just going, "Hey, we'll do this." And yeah. it's like, "Okay, yeah, 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 I can yeah, get yeah. that." And, I get and that. so I, I wanted well, I, have the, to tr- I wanted the true because the whole bit up to that, I'm like, "What are they going to do with these two fucking characters?" And I'm yeah. sure as it goes on, they probably address that. But I was like, I was so disappointed at the end of that first film because the the whole thing is like the the um. The battle royale-ness of it, yeah, which is yeah. what it's based on anyway, yeah, yeah. is that is the Japanese battle royale films, um, and then uh, yeah, and and then you you have a cop out where but they might they also one. it might have been written knowing like when the author when she wrote the first book she might have already had the second book in mind and ends the first book to spark the second book because in the second film it's like. You, you know what? You, you fucked the system, so now yeah. you're going to get fucked. Yeah, you know. I shall, uh, but that's that's the reason why I checked out. I'll right. dip back in because uh, you guys have said it's great, and I'll dip back in. And I like the world as well. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I was so disappointed. Like I was, it, for me, it just bro- it broke it. I was like, the promise of the whole film is everyone enters, one person leaves, and then two people leave. I'm like, oh, fuck off. But they, but <laughs> they, fuck made, off. But they made them do that. That's the whole thing. They said Because yeah. they, they said there will be no one winner. You're either going to give us two winners or, or no winners because we'll, we, if you don't let both of us win, we're mm. going to kill ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd rather them have killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so like, stick to the promise. <laughs> but the, that, that wouldn't give you the promise of one winner. There'd be no winners. Yeah, there'd be no winners. But there wouldn't be two fucking winners. <laughs> but there'd be no winners. So you're still not delivering on the I'd price. rather no winners than two winners. Wow. One winners or no winner. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna pause you there because this is getting into one of those loops that we Okay. And, and, and you I'll know look, what? I'll watch. I'm happy I'll watch that it's others. not me, because it's normally me involved in this where I've missed something and I'm like, no, no, no. No one understands but me. Okay, I'll 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 watch the other ones. But that's the reason why I checked out. All right, you might be disappointed with the second one. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone survives. I think the second one. I don't, can we talk about it? No, no. no? All right, no. okay. Oh, you haven't seen it. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. All right, fair enough. He never. He's not going to watch it. No, I will. No, <laughs> no. I'm just fucking. I'm swallowing. Okay, here we go. I'm going to watch it just to spite you. Wait, wait. What's, what's Jim's fact wick? Oh, it's fact wick. I need a fact wick. The page is probably reset. Oh, no, oh, I've got it right no, it's, here, it's here. Oh, you got it? Fact wick. The most reliable way for scientists to analyze how interested a baby is by something is to put a sensor in the baby's mouth and measure if they suck harder slash faster when presented with the new thing. Oh, so that's the baby. The best the baby um, meter. So in that case, yeah. if the result is 
if the result is that sucks, it's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You should want to so, flip that sucks on its head. Be like a stamp on all baby products. I that know. Sucks. Yeah. So the baby meter is yeah, that sucks is a winner. That's like the brand, like the sticker, oh. you know, like five star efficiency sort of thing. Oh, I yeah. Love it. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. I'm gonna say if someone says that sucks to me now, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah does. It does. Babies love it. And good on Jim Fishwick for just like I'm just gonna give you guys facts. Yeah. Fact awesome. week. Well, he's got his own segment now. Fact week. Fact week with Jim Jim Fishwick. And now we need uh, Robbie Alice to make us. The fact week theme. Fact week theme. The Robbie Alice and Jim, and the Robbie Alice and Jim uh, Factwick Fishwick are going to be in the, in same, the same place. So Robbie Alice can even like get a good look at Jim Fishwick and just like yep. get an idea of what the perfect theme song would be really? for Factwick. Where are they going to be? What place? Uh, New Zealand in Wellington Improv Fest- oh. Festival. Oh, yes. Everyone's going to be there. The reason Which is why, why we are doing down. a double down. The is whole world's going to be there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, some of us are heading over to the New Zealand Improv Festival in Wellington. Wellington. The choicest little improv festival on the planet. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be there. So that's happening in a week or so. And, um And every, I mean, everyone's going to be there. Hello. So, oh, Werner. 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 Hey, Werner. Hey, how are, are you? Are you going to Wellington? Good. I, 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 Wellington is like my second home. Oh, <laughs> You're okay. always in Wellington. Nice. I, I like to call it w- Wernington. <laughs> Makes good sense. That's good. When I'm there, yeah, yeah. Not when, on, not. when I'm not, they can keep the name it's Wellington. Wellington. Yeah. yeah, and what I like to do is uh, change the sign that is on the hill that says Wellywood yeah. to to Wernerwood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only when I'm in town, yeah. just to let people know yeah. that I am in town. Right. Yeah, I I I've been uh, struggling. Trying to remember what I said I would write for you. Oh, Werner. I've been sitting in the corner of the garage, and every time Jason comes in, I say, Jason, what did I say I would write for the podcast? Yep. And that fucking guy is useless. Oh, if only there was some way that we could have gone back and listened to some sort of recording of where oh, you promised damn. what you'd done, and, and then you would know exactly what, what you'd done. Curse live performance. I yes. do not, I do Never not happen again. ever listen to anything oh. that has been recorded. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. You don't trust the recorded word? Not at all. Really? I, when I watch back and edit my films, I read lips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's why some of your films are quite abstract. Yeah, the tone that uh, yeah. the actors are using is really odd. Um, so I, th- I think I remember it was uh, you were writing sort of a fan fusion um, of, fusion. of um, the Bible, the, oh, with the, sort of the New Testament, the book of, with the Jesus, yeah, to yes. the Jesus, the yes. Jesus part of the Bible mm-hmm. fused with the Harry Potter sort of universe. Oh, it was Jesus yes. Potter. That's, um, that's right. Goes to, back um, to me now. I think it was. Um, Pug, Pugwarts, which was, a, which was this, a wizard school run by pugs. I'm going to write this down <laughs> in my phone. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus Potter goes to hug Pugwarts. Jesus Potter, a fucking autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Potter's a different, that's about a golfer. Yeah, um, a, a Mexican it's golfer. It's about a golfer who can walk on water yeah, when he, he hits it in there. <laughs> yeah. He's not afraid of water hazards, and that yeah. makes his golf game so good. A1. <laughs> Although the ball still sinks. Uh, oh, it? fuck. Jesus yeah. Porter is now what is written in my phone. Jesus that will, Porter. That will be enough to remind you. It's the sequel Porter. to, to Preta Porter. It's like a guy who takes bags. Up it's to a the guy place. who takes bags and turns them into bigger bags. <laughs> 
I'm my bag man. seems slightly bigger than when I put it in. Yes, it is. Open your bag. It's fish. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough fish to feed my whole family. What about your other bag? It's Wait, bread. I managed to feed my whole family. <laughs> I have one other thing. Sweet Bible deep cuts. Turn on your shower. <laughs> it's wine. I would like to say, while I am here on the microphone, UK, are you okay? <laughs> not yet. They're not. No. I can come we've back. Got, we've got a lot of work if to you do. Need I don't know if you should go back. I think you might be part of the cause. Mm. Oh, that is probably yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, like I did have a teen counseling service <laughs> oh, in um in the UK for a while. Yeah. Okay. Did uh, you do good work? Did you did you make a difference? I think so. At yeah. least to the suicide stats. Yeah, right. In a um, good way or probably not. All oh, right. So you you helped you... with the population boom that they were experiencing. I would people would come into me and say. Uh, tell me their problems, and I would say there's no escape of the black darkness oh. that is in your soul. Yeah. Wow. And I guess, I mean, yeah. for some people that would be. I was that would trying help. to oh, get them, but statistically, oh, okay. I feel like mostly it would, it would not. Yeah, I maybe was one in Trying 20. to get yeah. them to express themselves through art oh, like good. I do. Yeah. Right. If you come to terms with the fact that there is no escape, then you can create art that comments oh. on that. Yeah. You, um, can't, you can't use the art to escape because there's no escape. I think, so I you think, can use art to I think you're doing on. the right thing. Maybe just have a look at the language you're using. Oh. Like things like no tone. Es- no escape. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Okay. You, you don't want to. You don't want to sugarcoat it, though. Yeah. I mean, but I you also don't want to cover it in broken glass. <laughs> That's <laughs> what if, what my favorite type of furniture. Ooh, that's interesting. I, I, I sometimes I make furniture from wood and then I dip it in tar and cover it in glass. Yeah. Nice. I'm sitting on a chair like that right now. Awesome. I guess that is a nice comment on sort of the the nature of modern society where we create comforts, and but those comforts tend to imprison us and and make yeah. our life less comfortable in the long run. Like chairs. Yeah. Yeah. Like and yeah. Like for for years we're all like, how good are chairs? Yeah. And then they've done all the research, and everyone's like, you know what? We've got to stand. We need stand up desks. Chairs are new. New cancer. Yeah, yeah. Chairs are killing us. On you smoking. And okay. I guess your your glass chairs really just bring that to the fore. Yeah. You can sit here, but you won't be comfortable. And so maybe all officers should be fitted out with Werner chairs. Werner chairs. My work here is done. <laughs> Werner. I'll just be over here. Wow. Wernernomics. <laughs> Wernernomically designed. <laughs> oh. Oh. Someone's making a million dollars right now. Yes. I'm going to write that, uh, but because this is a double down, I will... Give you Jesus Potter and the Philosopher's Golf <laughs> in two episodes from now. Oh, nice. Good. Nice. Thanks, um, Werner. Uh, yeah, now we do have another episode, but we are burning through. We um, Look, Warwick Murray. Um, it's the first time, first time writer? Yeah, yeah first well, first I think I've chirped up a little bit. I don't know. He wants to know the UN... The, oh, the, the guys, guys. <laughs> start I think again. I think I know how this. I think I know how this goes. Start, start again. The un-Australianness. I that, think you'll find it's pronounced the UN Australianness. <laughs> UN Australianness. <laughs> the un-Australianness that is Halloween. Retailers making money, etc. So the UN. Warwick, just go back and listen to our old episodes. Um, this yeah. gets covered every year. Yeah. Yeah. But um. 
I also feel like we're. I just want to apologize to Warwick. That seemed a little harsh. It was behalf. a bit harsh. Yes. Oh, you're Sorry, welcome, Warwick. Warwick. Thanks for your input. Thanks for your input. And I feel like. I, I mean, but if you are, uh, <laughs> if you are a new listener to the podcast, you might be assuming that we're we're anti um, Halloween and the um, un-Australianness. True. Um, but I feel like in past we've actually come down on the side of of Halloween. We're not, we're not afraid to embrace. Yeah. And, yeah. and, that, and we feel like. Uh, it should be embraced. It puts more. another. It f- puts another thing in between yeah. Christmas creep. Yeah, and I feel like the rise of Halloween has started to stave off the Christmas creep to bit. some extent. Because I like it. Because some some shops are going. Well, fuck it. Well, there is money to be made here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, but if you start trying to compete Christmas with Halloween, that's going to dilute your Halloween dollar. Yeah. Um. And so it is staving off Christmas creep because Halloween is taking up that valuable. Sh- um. Customer space, shelf space, and it's not like Christmas makes sense in Australia. Like the you know the branding of yeah. it and all the yeah. white the, snow and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Like it's the same thing with Halloween. Like it makes no sense in Australia yeah. because it's the reverse season there. So yeah. we're they're heading into autumn, going into winter, where everything is dying and the leaves are falling. Where Halloween makes sense. Yeah. It's like the you know the spirits have come and stolen the yeah. you know lushness from the environment. God, it's. Oh, it's a beautiful I think of a great way to I say that. I'm crying. Yeah, I'm going to take which that makes for my book. no sense here. But again, the Christmas thing makes no sense here. Yeah, yeah. And we give fucking chocolate eggs on Easter. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, oh well. To be fair, most of the big holidays are just fusions of age pagan. old, yeah, age old rituals pagan. that yeah. have all been absorbed. And, and cash into, grabs. Yeah, yeah, that have all been absorbed into whatever the dominant religion says. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So they, they're all just none of it really. Like, if you dig too deep into any holiday, you're like. What the fuck? <laughs> and you're like, just eat your chocolate. Like, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, who's going to complain about getting chocolate eggs? Yeah. No, no one. one. Except for people with diabetes. Yeah. And okay. then they're like, they still like them. No, they're like, oh, we all got to die. Eggs are in got their, store they've got their little, day now. you know, <laughs> syringe next to them. Easter creep. Already. But being in the Southern Hemisphere, we do, we are all ass about because I think yeah. Easter is more of that celebration of of, of life. Of, like it should be. It's like more of a yeah. spring and l- eggs are life. Yeah, a new life. So yeah, it makes yeah. more sense in that spring era where it is in the in the Northern Hemisphere. That's yeah. where that's what all you, starting to come. We should good. start a campaign to flip it. We've got to flip it. We've well, got to we flip did... it. Let's put Easter. I'm sure the Catholic Church are on board with this, guys. Yeah. Let's put Easter before Christmas. Yeah. And let's put Halloween after Christmas. Yeah. Southern Hemisphere flips. We've got to do That's the flipsies. Good. We could do that. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Because, and I feel like or if we did just flip make it... creepy Easter. Merge the two. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Donnie Darko. Creepster. Donnie, Donnie Darko. <laughs> Creepster. Um, Creepster. Creepster. <laughs> Jason came up with the name he's happy with. I mean, I do like it, but I do. I, I mean, I like the idea of just flipping them both, and then so you have Easter when Christmas is, and Christmas when Easter is. Is that what you mean? No, no, no. Christmas no? can stay. Okay, because okay. I feel like that's just that's a, that's, 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 that's not that's, that's not necessarily seasonal specific. Like, right. Okay. Carl, imagine this. Imagine that the uh, imagine that the the uh, uh, holidays we're talking about yeah. are like uh, Electra and Daredevil yeah. fighting in a playground. Ooh, good. Uh, okay, yeah. Christmas is the seesaw, the <laughs> fulcrum of the seesaw, and you've got <laughs> Electra is one, and we're, we're just we're talking about that balance. Is that is that putting it in better context? Yeah, for it? Okay, got, right, it, got, right, it okay. got it, got it, got it. Because I feel like if we had the the Halloween sort of that that festival in the autumn when, it, when everything's in decay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And, yeah. um, and yeah. our Easter in spring when everything's coming back. And then we that would do away with that whole um, us not having ownership over Halloween. Because yeah. if we flipped it, it would, be, it would become yeah, – we like, would have ownership because it's no longer us just – Doing an American thing, yeah. it's uh, we've got our own thing going now. We've yeah, got yeah. we've got our uh, our. We've, it's a whole different time of the year to America, and we're doing it for our own specific. We have flipped it. We've got ownership now. That's good. We've we've, we've taken control of our calendar. Hey, put this on the list because I'm going to write an email to the Catholic Church. <laughs> 
The Catholic Church? Yeah, well, we, Easter's a Catholic, like it's a Catholic thing. Oh, like yeah, it's, right, it's sure. Like it's, it's a proper... Jesus rising. I, it's Jesus rising. I feel like but the Catholics I, have lost a lot of ground in yeah. recent years. So yeah. I'm going to write an even, email. I don't even think we need uh, their permission. I'm, I'm going to write an email to them and just see if we can flip the two. Uh, and see if they're on board with it. Because I feel like if we can get the Catholic Church on board with it in the Southern Hemisphere, we're going to have a better chance of doing this. I really just don't want to have to have any approval from the Catholic Church in any way to to get things done. I think we can bypass it. Yeah, I reckon... I'm still going to write the email, guys. I don't want to do a deal with the devil. <laughs> I don't want to do a deal with the... I th- I think the, the less we include the Catholic Church, the better. I think so. Yeah. I'm still going to write the email. You, you can, can write, write it. You go, go, go. But even if they say no, I think that's better for yeah, our Yeah, that's course. better for that's us. That's what you want. Hopefully yeah. they it'll don't be on approve. The right. <laughs> okay. All We're right. going to get more traction if the Catholic Church isn't on board. I'll write, the, I'll write the email in uh, between. Uh, We're doing a double down, so we'll report back on this in a couple of weeks. Getting back to the um, Halloween thing, I think we've spoken about this before as well, is that it's it, it we were... It didn't affect us. It didn't really happen. There was a little bit here and there and stuff, but it's for our kids and stuff. It's a thing now. Yeah. yeah. And it's just part of part of the year now. Yeah. Like Alexander's already talking about the costume that he wants to wear. Yeah, and Jocelyn stuff, too. Like, yeah. You know? like, yeah, yeah. And, and it's and it's fun. And, and our kids, I mean, because we, we don't do it in our in our house because we for the exact for the exact reasons that we don't feel we have ownership over it and that we're just co-opting an American thing. But I can absolutely see the writing on the wall mm. in that these are the last this is basically the last generation where it's re- even going to be an issue, I feel yeah. like because we because we were the we were the last of the people who grew up as as Going, being a weird American bullshit. thing. That's bullshit. Whereas now the kids, it's much more normalized. It's yeah. creeping into stores, and so the next generation, like when when my when, when our generation of kids has is having the, raising their own kids, yeah. they're not going to give a shit. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be like, yeah, fucking Halloween. Yeah. Like, oh, we love that shit when yeah. we were kids and our parents didn't like it. We're gonna, that's going to make us embrace it even more. And it works well. Like, There seems to be a good system, and I don't know how it happened, is that you put balloons out front of your house yeah. if you want kids to come knock on your yeah. door. Yeah. So we've got Or stuff. you do some Halloween decorations, you know. Yeah, you know. and they know to come to your place and they and if you if next door doesn't have that, they won't go knock on the door yeah. and yeah. stuff. So you don't get bothered if you don't want to be bothered. Yeah. And if you do want people to yeah. come and stuff. And it's great. We've done that before. And, and that it's, it's was really never fun. around when we were kids because no one did it. No, yeah, yeah. So no. it was just like it was just you like, knock on the door and they're just like, like what? what the fuck? What the I don't fuck know what you're selling Bibles? What's going on? Like we used to do it because we wanted to egg people's houses basically. And yeah, I mean because it's like we're not going to get anything. Also, we're 16. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you were just knocking mm, it off and go, trick, trick, trick. trick. And they're like, trick what? motherfuckers. And it's like, just close the door. <laughs> just close the door and take it. <laughs> run, run. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I feel like there's no point really finding it because this is the dying, the dying, the dying wave of, of fighting. Yeah. And once we flip it, we don't have to fight it. Yeah. No. Oh, Halloween in April. Makes sense. Oh, it's perfect. Oh, with all the leaves falling everywhere. Yeah, the wind blowing. A little, a little chill in the air. Yeah. A bit eerie. I love yeah. it. Because the kids can't sense. trick or treat for as long because it's cold. It's cold. And it's not that like savings. Oh, see? fuck yeah. It makes so much sense. God. So we've got the ass. We've got the ass end of it. We're kids. It's, it's, it's sunny. Mm. The lo- it's it's, it's sunny forever. For they're warm. Yeah. They can just, they're out there for, till midnight yeah. collecting bags and bags of lollies. And yeah. that's the other thing that's holding us back is that, it, I mean, really it's just an excuse for kids to eat shitloads of yeah, lollies. Yeah. And, and in this current climate of diabetes yeah. and, and yeah. child obesity, I mean, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to approve of it. And if you give if you give kids carrot sticks, you may as well just egg your own fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Or just the carrot sticks, you know, splayed out on the ground, yeah. just, like just yeah. writing "fuck you," like just "fuck you." <laughs> but at the same time, um, 
there's not as much stigma around giving kids shitloads of chocolate eggs on Easter because yeah. Yeah. We, we've all grown up with it and we're just like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's just that one time of the year where they yeah. just, But just we just got to accept it. Now there's two times of the year where kids just make just out like bandits. Crazy. Yeah. We've, I mean, because we were like, what do we do? And we're like, fuck it, let him eat it. And anyway, like dentists say, your, your kid is better eating 100 lollies in one go yeah. than eating yeah, don't one lolly 100 times because yeah, yeah. of your teeth. Like, yeah. it's, you get maximum sugar overload yeah. and that's it. Like you hit saturation point. Yeah. So you better just let go. Fucking pig out. Also, yeah. they'll feel like shit. Yeah, yeah. And they'll like, oh, I don't want to eat sugar again. Yeah. Till tomorrow. Till tomorrow when I've recovered. <laughs> just like me with hangovers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm never drinking again. Oh, an hour has passed <laughs> and I feel okay. slightly better. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, that brings us almost bang up to the hour, so we are going to end this episode here. Saving all of our sweet, sweet content for our next episode. <laughs> uh, so we're, uh, we're going to record, we're going to go get a drink and then uh, record the next Double Down. You'll hear us again next week, unless we dump these up both at the same time. Oh, how do we feel about that? How did it go last time? Because I know that people liked it, but then they're like, where's the new episodes? And then yeah. interaction yeah, stopped. I've, I've, yeah, I feel like I, I like the... It's it's tough because I feel like you could probably get away with it more with a double down because yeah. it's only two weeks. Yeah. Uh, whereas That's if you're true. doing five, I think I would That's advocate up. spacing them out again. I'll, so I'll, that- I'll just edit them together before we leave, and you can throw it up from the Dropbox when we're in New Zealand. I have to do work. Let's just put it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can do that. That's cool. Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll. Uh- so. Uh- uh, yeah, I, I could say yeah. I, I would say you could almost get away with putting both up. Yeah, um, right. because it's, it's you're not having the five week break yeah. when people binge. You're only having two weeks. Yeah, uh, because that was the only problem is that you're not interacting. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not that people forgot about us. Yeah, we disappeared. <laughs> we were, we're like Johnny Come Nevers. Johnny Nevers. <laughs> Uh, uh, please uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, people are talking. I feel like people are talking about podcasts a lot more now. Yeah. Like I, I was, I was playing a game of poker last night with a uh, a bunch of friends, and there's a guy I'd met for the first time there, and uh, he's he's like a, a removalist, removalist. I can't even say that. It's like phenomenon. Removalist, <laughs> removalist, guy. removalist. And uh, he was a he was a, a really nice guy, and he was saying uh, they were talking about podcasts, and and they said uh, other people mentioned how about this. He's like, oh, you've got a podcast i you i i used to think podcasts were lame and i just didn't go there mm. and then i started listening i love podcasts now mm. so i feel like just you kind of general punters are, 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 are listening to podcasts more well because so, there's, there's also more podcasts there's also bigger podcasts now because yeah it's also a really great way to build a market for when you wrote a book or something yeah you know so there's a lot of kind of like mm, we can use this as a thing to do this where it's not yeah. being done where we're just doing it because we fucking like doing it yeah um so yeah it's part of the it's up there you know there's tv and there's radio and there's this and there's that and there's so books, if you there's, we're, we're, we're on the crest of the wave guys. <laughs> we're on the crest of the wave <laughs> So if you find yourself in one of those conversations, please do mention how about this. Uh, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Uh, see ya. Shred my weepix, holy dooly. I knew you were going to say it, and I was like, fuck it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing this I'm thing. So, I've got to think of something better. <laughs> I didn't realise it was going to turn into a thing.